Hi, it's Austin, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. I love the way that you tell stories with your music. Um, you're such an incredible songwriter, and I hear that within every like song that you release. So before we really dive in and talk about your music process, like I want to talk about your writing process and how you learned to write in the first place, and also like kind of perfect it as you kept going and creating new music. Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thank you for saying those nice things. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I I started writing songs, I guess, um, back when I was really little and just kind of just was trying to figure out um, how to form sentences that made sense. Like I remember asking, asking my mom when I was really little, like, do song lyrics have to like make sense or can I just like say sounds? And she was like, you could say sounds if you want but like I don't think that's going to connect with anyone so um I don't know I started like trying to find songwriters um in Utah as I was growing up and going to high school that I could like work with and try to learn from but I don't think it was really until I got to Chicago for college um I started working with this studio of like really talented um songwriters and artists who were doing it every single day they kind of got me in and took me under their wing and we started doing like demo writing for um other artists and then I kind of started like demoing records with my voice on them and that's where I really started to figure out like what pop music was because I think my whole life I was very into like more singer songwriter um Adele Ed Sheeran kind of vibe and uh once I started learning how to like actually write pop structured songs I got really into that and started kind of full sending it and then when I got out to LA and started working with songwriters all the time who were doing pop, but really making it like their own and very deep and adding like the singer songwriter element into that is when I feel like I found my, my writing style. Um, and it took a really long time to get there. I wrote a lot of really, really bad songs and I still do, but, um, I think I finally figured out like what I want to sound like. So that's good. (laughs) Took a long time. Would you say you have like this this rhythm or this this kind of uh, like this this way of writing every single song like a formula or would you say it kind of varies within each track that you release and also like depending on who you collaborate with on these records? It definitely varies, um, especially if I'm doing a song just for me or like you said, collaborating with somebody else, especially when it's their art and their process. I think um, for me, I've kind of figured out this way that I like writing my own stuff um I usually like to like find a bunch of reference tracks that I really like and bring them into a producer and kind of get like a vibe going and then um write conceptually the whole concept and then create a melody and fit it all into that and I kind of stick with that process every time I write but uh when I go in with other people I try and like ask them what they want to do and how they do it and kind of go uh, really instead of holding that on them and um yeah I honestly feel like every single artist that I've written with does it completely differently and that's what's really cool is like there's no right way to do anything in this industry how do these experiences with other songwriters or even like knowing that you're writing a song for another artist whether it's a specific artist or just another artist for uh, to pick it up how do these experiences help you be more in tuned with your artist project when it's time to write for Austin music? I mean, I think the more experience you have at anything, like 
the better you're going to get. I honestly, like, if I look back at when I first moved to LA, what I was trying to like write for myself and write for other people, it's like almost laughable compared to what I'm doing now. But I think like at any stage of your life, you can like look back the two years ago and be like, what was I doing? What was I wearing? Like, you know? Um, but I think that some of the, the people that I've worked with and the songs we've written, it's completely invaluable, invaluable to the way that I'm shaping my own art. Like I, I would not be the person I am or the artist I am without all the people I've worked with. So I feel super fortunate to have gotten to do that. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with Drew uh, from uh, Friday Pilots Club, who is has been pretty much your your go to uh, producer and collaborator on your music. But like, as you, how did you guys first meet and get together and start working together? And what was it about Drew that made you comfortable uh, to the point that you've been, you know, collaborating together for a lot of your music? I love that question. Um, how did I meet? Drew. Okay. So, um, a couple years ago in Chicago, uh, back when I was being with that other studio and I was starting to do pop music, I put out like one of my first songs that was very pop and Drew, um, reached out to me on Instagram and was like, Hey, I'm this like producer in Chicago. Here's some of my stuff that I've done. I'm really trying to break into pop. And I don't know anyone in Chicago who's doing that. Like, do you want to like try to do a session? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I remember we like we went into his studio and we, it was kind of like awkward and clunky. And we like wrote this song that was like, not super good. Like the chemistry just like wasn't there. Um, we like kind of kept in touch over Instagram, whatever. And like, we were, we went to the same school. So we would like run into each other at parties sometimes. Um, and I don't know what it was, but like, I think a year or a year and a half later, I ran into him and we decided we were going to try it again. And we got into the studio and it just so happened that I was like ending things with this person I was seeing and he was also ending things with somebody. And so we were both really emo that day and we like wrote this super emotional song uh, interlude thing that ended up being uh, last time part two, which is on my record that just came out. And it was that moment that we kind of both were like, okay, I think we have something really special here. Um, and we just started writing all the time together and at the same time we started uh going out for drinks and dates and then we started dating and now we are dating and working together and um it's really fun <laughs> and so he's kind of like um the person that I love working with I, I don't want to say the most because there's like so many other collaborators I work with that I love um, and we have such a great vibe, but I think there's something that's just easy with Drew because we've been working together for like two and a half years now and we've been through so much and um, I don't know. I've I've really enjoyed working with him. Yeah. The fact that you guys wrote that song uh, over two years ago or, or something like that and then it just dropped this year. What yeah. was it about that song that you felt like it was uh, it was a song that was supposed to to be heard? One and two, like how different is the song now from that original version that you guys first wrote? Actually, it's the exact same day of, we didn't change anything about it, which I thought was really special. Um, to be completely honest, I had a lot of those songs done a long time ago. Um, and there was just a lot that happened. I feel like um, 
you know, I went through a change in management. I moved to Los Angeles from Chicago. I started writing with new people and like really questioned myself on whether those songs were right for me or not. And we wrote some new ones to kind of like um, fit in with the new vibe of the project. So it took, it took a long time um, to get that project finished and out. And I think last time part two was one of the songs that like, I just felt so connected with and I didn't really care that it was an interlude because a, a lot of people were saying like, nobody listens to interludes. You don't need it. Like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I like it. And it's going, it's coming out. So um, I'm really glad that I made that decision. This entire EP, you, you say like it's been written for some time already. Um, how, what was it about these songs that like even a couple years later, they still, they still are fresh. There's still something new. Um, and because I feel like artists, when they write a record and they have to sit on it before release, by the time that record is released, like they're already over that, that music. Right. So how did you not go through that uh, during this process? I mean, I definitely did. Um, and I still, I still have that artist problem where every single time I write something new, I just want to put that out. And I'm so excited. And my team's like, okay, we just finished like producing this song and we're getting it mixed, like slow down. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. There was just something about the songs on that project mixed with some of the new ones that we had written that I couldn't let go of. Like, um, my song, am I talking too much? For example, I wrote with my friend Lisa, like, I don't even know. I think it was like three years ago, maybe more. Um, and it was written to just like this simple little like funny guitar melody thing. And I think we went through like seven different versions of production until we finally got it right. And I swear to God, Drew like almost stopped working with me over that song. Cause he was like, I hate it. I can't crack it. Um, but we finally got it to a place where I absolutely love it. And it's like, that's probably my favorite song to like perform live and, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I just, I couldn't let go of a lot of those songs. And I'm like really glad that I didn't. The fact that there's this chemistry and relationship, obviously with you and Drew, I feel like that uh, sometimes that could make it harder to step out of your comfort zone or harder to kind of like put your foot down when you want a certain sound, a certain vocal on a record. How would you say like that he's able to challenge you in the studio within each new song that you guys work on together? And what is that chemistry like when you guys are, you know, uh, creating this music? Um, I think with any relationship, whether it's like um, a romantic one or purely just like a musical relationship, it's going to be hard to um, learn the boundaries with working with new people. And I think that because me and Drew have been working together for so long, we are good at telling each other like, no, this is what I want. Um, it was kind of a, an interesting dynamic, like getting to that point, especially cause like, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or like step on their ideas and whatnot. Um, but I think we've gotten to a good place where, um, I don't know, we're, we're able to have that conversation very well. And there's so many things about his brain where he's very like music theory, um, classical music oriented. And he also like grew up on metal and, I, on the other hand, like don't understand music theory. I went to school for it for four years and I couldn't tell you anything about it. It just does not fit in my brain. And I grew up on like singer, songwriter, music and pop. Um, and so we're putting together and, uh, you know, obviously like we're going to butt heads and 
not get along on a lot of things, but I think that's what makes it really cool is like a lot of the pop that's come out of my writing is very musical because he has the production side of it and he makes it uh, interesting. So I don't know. I think it's a good dynamic. I hope. <laughs> I think. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Lie About You because the original version doesn't have Lauren Sanderson in it, correct? No, um, this is something... Not. This is something fresh, and I love that it's Lauren Sanderson. I love her so much. Like I'm so excited that you guys collaborated on this. Um, but talk to me about like this process. Like, what made you want to bring her on board with this song, and what was that chemistry like between the two of you? Oh my god, I freaked out when I found out that she was down. Um, I okay, so starting kind of at the beginning. Um, the original version of Lie About You was written um, a while ago, like another like year and a half ago. And maybe longer than that, the song's been out for almost a year. I don't know. I can't keep track of anything anymore. I wrote the song a while ago and it felt like so personal um, and just like really detailed. And I was like, nobody's going to like this. No one is ever going to listen to this. So I just like put it in my notes app and decided not to put it out. Um, and then when I was home for the holidays and like kind of drinking some wine and getting in my feels, I decided to like put it up on TikTok. So I was like, whatever. And I woke up the next morning and the video had gone like semi-viral and actually Lauren Sanderson had commented on it being like, this is dope. Like, let me know if you want a feature. And I was like, haha, sure. Right. Um, and I don't know, like I, I ended up getting in touch with her management and we like, FaceTimed and talked back and forth for a little while. And um, even though like so much time went by, she still was like so down and so excited. So um, finally we were able to, after like months and months of like putting out other songs and then like, happening, we got into the studio together and wrote her verse. And um, yeah, she just came in and absolutely killed it. And then we shot a music video and I don't know, she's, one of those people that's just like an absolute superstar. And the second she walks into the room, you're like, that's Lauren Sanderson. And yeah, I don't know. It was very surreal. I'm still not convinced that I it actually happened. I think maybe it's just a joke and everyone is in on it, <laughs> but <laughs> it was cool. Well, I'm glad that it did happen. Uh, and I think like, I, I think I would, I would have loved either Lauren or uh, Carly Hansen is another one that I would love to see like a collaboration with you. Carly's uh, dope. And I mean, how sick would a Lauren Anderson, Carly Hansen and Austin tour be? Like the sickest. I know. I swear <laughs> all of my, like all of my little super fans that I love so much are in her uh, DMS all the time being like, take Austin. And she texted me and was like, we'll see. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, no, it'd be crazy. But um, yeah, well, let's just cross our fingers that touring is even possible next year. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> seriously. Now, I guess uh, to somewhat close us off, like you just dropped the new single, New Year's Eve, uh, appropriate for the times, obviously. But like, what really kickstarted the writing process for you on this track? And um, what did you feel you did differently, whether it was on your vocals or your songwriting? Ooh, okay. Um, so first of all, I think this song is kind of me leading into this next chapter of what I want my music and sound to be like. I think um, 
a lot of like my project and my talking too much was very like pop and production uh, based. And I wanted to kind of lean into more of this like natural, organic sounding um, alt version of myself that I've always wanted to do and been like a little bit too scared to. Um, so I, I went up into the, um, I went up to a cabin with Jordy and my friend Katie and Drew, and we had like a writing camp and that's actually where we wrote till it hurts, um, for Jordy's record. So we had like a really fun weekend of writing. And I had this really weird day where I was just feeling really down on myself and down on the world and, um, you know, everyone getting and everything that was happening and seeing like nobody really, um, cared at the end of the day about like changing things and, and trying to be better. Um, and every single year, like we'd always celebrate new years and have all these new year's resolutions and say like all these ways we're going to be better. And then the new year would come and we would never do anything. And so I was talking about that with Jordy, Katie and Drew. And, um, I don't know, the song just like spilled out. I think we were all just kind of fed up with, you know, all kind of dealing with the same situation simultaneously. And, um, yeah, we recorded that vocal like one time through in a cabin in Big Bear. And I ended up keeping that vocal on the actual record, which was cool because I've never I've actually never done that. I think all my vocals on my last project, except for last in part two, were completely re-recorded. So I was proud of that. And um, yeah, I just think I think it's kind of a good segue into a new chapter of what I want my music to sound like. So damn first go that's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah i know i um i really felt it (laughs) i was really pissed off that day so damn that that is crazy and i'm I'm looking forward to more music from you obviously like uh so the fact that you're going into this new chapter do you already have a full vision in mind of what you want uh, your sound to be like or is that are you still somewhat trying to navigate through different styles and genres to kind of figure it out I think I'm still figuring it out. I have a lot of songs written um, that I really, really love. And I think the next part is just figuring out what kind of production is like true to me because I don't want to, um, I don't want to go down this next like rabbit hole and forget what my old sound was like. I want to figure out how to incorporate it. And I think that's going to be somewhat of a process. So um, I will get back to you on, on how that goes. <laughs> I think I think this next year is going to be really like diving into that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, lastly, what can your fans look forward to as far as 2022 goes? Aside from like your music, uh, this new style, new chapter of your music, but what are you looking forward to uh, as far as 2022 goes? I'm looking forward to um, writing a lot more with other people. I just signed my first pub deal, which is really exciting. So I'm hoping to. yeah, kind of start writing for more artists. I think writing my friend Jordy's album was really the first experience I had with like writing for somebody else and creating like their um, vision. And so I definitely want to be doing that more for people. And then also I'm going on tour with the greeting committee in February. So I'll be hitting some new cities and um, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Uh, congrats on Mind Games as well. That album was incredible. Thanks. Uh, you and Charlotte Sands like did an incredible job like with your collaborations with Jordy. And I'm like, I'm oh, so, I'm so, so excited for that record. Um, 
But yeah, I'm looking forward to 2022. If you can add someone else to the list of people to collaborate with, uh, I would say Lolo. She's from Canada. She's a pop punk. Oh, I love queen. Lolo. We're big. We're big Lolo fans here. <laughs> Good, because uh, yeah, you guys do some writing sessions together because she's so dope. She's great. Yeah, I will definitely text her <laughs> and tell her that you said that right now. <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for taking the time and we're reuniting next year. So <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I can't wait. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.